Hello and welcome to the Coach's Corner brought to you by the Endurance Lab where you can join us, recap the week and answer your questions from the forum. My name is Jason Flores, one of your Endurance Lab coaches and today I'm joined by Coach Ian Murray, Mitch Dangerman and our nutritional therapist Andrea Cullen. But we do have a special guest today. I'm going to leave it here off in just a second, but I want to let all of you know that if you are interested in hearing more of what we're talking about today, we've got a very, very special guest. And if you have someone in mind that you'd like to hear from, definitely let us know and drop a line to coaches at endurancelab.fit. But without further ado, I'm gonna pass this over to Coach Ian Murray, and he's gonna let us know who's on the call with us today. All right, thanks, Jason. So this morning we have Renee Makama. Renee is a a brand ambassador for SOAS Racing and Base Performance. But more importantly, she's not just a brand ambassador. She's an athlete, a mom, a wife, and a nurse, and does a lot of different things in the community and and is, is a high-level athlete. She's raced at ITU uh, Aquabike World Championship. She's raced at USAT Nationals. And she's basically the she's basically the foundation for a huge group in Key West as far as their, their base of positive support because – Renee is the. Oh. Leaving us hanging. <laughs> Ian! <Yeah. laughs> I want to give it over to uh, Andrea real quick because Andrea is going to lead off with a. Well, first, actually, let's meet Renee, and then yeah. Andrea is going to go into her rapid fire. Um, 60 minute style questioning. 60 minutes. That's, that's, that's quite a feat. <laughs> 60 torture. minutes of rapid, <laughs> rapid questioning. Yeah. Well, thanks. Apparently, thanks. these people don't watch 60 Minutes, Mitch. They didn't. Yeah. <laughs> well, thanks. It's only, thanks. A, it's only been a couple years since I've done it, too. So, there you <laughs> go. thanks for joining us, Renee. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So, um, I guess uh, you, you, we've got our questions ready um, there, Andrea, or we could just uh, start off. Okay. They, they were just like simple, fun ones. Yeah. So, we can start off with that. And really, really quick answers. So, I'll so just don't start think, just shooting. <laughs> yeah. Don't think, just respond. So, your favorite. Swim, bike, run, eat, sleep. Wow. Oh, definitely uh, eat. That's ah, why I nice. swim, bike, and run so much. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, bike brand? Bike brand. What do you ride? Bike brand. Yeah. Oh, I'm a felt girl. Felt. Excellent. And because this comes up for girls all the time, bike saddle? Ooh. Um... I should I should know this right off the top of my head, but um, I don't remember what saddle I have. It, it works just for works. me. Comfortable, <laughs> comfortable. So um, no, Renee Renee's just really smart on this. Her saddle's refusing to sponsor her, so therefore she's not giving any props. To her. There you go. There you go. Oh, nice one. Power meter. Power meter. Uh, I don't have one. Oh, I, I like I, that. Um, I'm the least techie girl you will ever meet in your life um ian knows this firsthand if i can get my garmin to work i'm in good shape so awesome. um, <laughs> that was actually my next question training tech gadgets yeah. so just the garmin yeah pretty much it, it, was that like a 910 like a 400 910 is it old or is it new uh it's the newer version oh, nice. <laughs> i think i worked up to the 920. nice <laughs> Perfect. Next question. Will Kipchoge go under 159 in his Ineos 159 challenge? Uh, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> Believer. <laughs> what, what motivates you when the race feels tough to dig uh, you out? 
Oh, well, this is a, it's a little personal, but um, I, when I get to that point um, in any of my races, my heart always goes back to um, my mom and my stepmom, who I lost um, to cancer. They were very young. And I just, I, I remember how strong they were in their battles. And um, it's just, it's a good reminder of gratitude and, and why I'm out there. So that's when I really start to dig deep. That's what I think about. That's lovely. That's great. That's See, I told you she's going to ask hard questions, Renee. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> but I think that's where our heart does go into the things that are really big and emotional when we're racing. And they remind us gratitude and go get it, yeah. girl. Yeah. Um, so a lighter question, favorite, favorite pre-race dinner. Mm. Uh, I would say I'm, I'm, I'm grilled chicken and, and rice, pre white rice, pretty much. And favorite pre-race wine? Favorite pre-race wine. <laughs> oh, it's <laughs> Oh, nice. Nice. Uh, pre-race breakfast. Uh, I do usually um, banana, almond milk, protein, about three hours before. Hmm. Again, very simple, but um, it works. That usually gets me through. Works for me. Um, anyway. Unless you have some great advice for me, I, I'll always take nutrition yeah. advice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, any race superstitions or good luck charms? Um, I don't think I have any race superstitions. I did um, get in a bad bike wreck on a training ride for Ironman Florida one year. It was early morning, and ironically, I hit um, a black cat as Ooh. it ran in front of me. Um, so... I guess the black cat superstition is, is real. Yeah. <laughs> um, but other than that, no, I have a little angel that I, that I keep on my bike when I ride and race. Um, so that is a little something that I always carry with me. Oh, I carry uh, little stones, gem crystal stones. Mm -hmm. I don't know. They just, they just help me. Um, this is relevant to who you're an ambassador for, I guess. So on the bike, when you're racing, food mm. and drink, what have you got in your feed bag and in your bottle? Um, I have hydro, base hydro, um, and I always carry salt on me. Um, I do carry some second surge for um, those times where I'm feeling a little low and I feel like I need an extra little bump. But um, it's mostly just the, the hydro on the bike. Cool. Um, first thing you want to eat immediately after crossing the finish line. What do you, <laughs> where do you go? Beer. Pardon? Pizza and beer. Pizza and Yay! beer, nice. <laughs> and this is why Coach Ian and Renee are friends. <laughs> There's got to be ice cream in there now. somewhere. Oh, ice cream in there somewhere. Yes, ice cream in there. Yeah, somewhere. but that's after. That's after. <laughs> it's after that. Yeah. yeah. That's the, great. the dessert. Um, or it could be the answer to the next question. The favorite treat food? Mm. Um, I am definitely salty over sweet. Um, oh. I will pretty much beat you up over a plate of nachos. So I'm cheese fries, nachos, 
That's what I think. Nice. Hmm. Are you no carb, low carb, medium carb, <laughs> high carb? <laughs> uh, depends on the day. Um, I typically am on the low carb side, but I'm definitely not no carb. Perfect. Meat or no meat? I'm giving oh, all the horrible all questions. All <laughs> the way. I am a, a meat girl. Give me the steak. Nice. Another reason that we know you like Ian. <laughs> I think we're all on the same page here. <laughs> she likes she likes salmon. Oh, salmon, yes. Especially in Denmark. That's right. Especially in Denmark. <laughs> Prepared in several different ways, I'd imagine. Absolutely. <laughs> and turmeric right. Mm -hmm. There you That's go. Right. Okay, there's only three more to go. So strict nutrition or intuitive and flexible? I am definitely a creature of habit. Um, I, I'm pretty strict, but um, I definitely, it depends on, if I'm in a training cycle, I'm, I'm pretty strict. But mm -hmm. if I'm not, you know, I, it's, it's life. You have to enjoy it and allow yourself, you know, to have fun. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, 100%. That's a great approach. Um, we have a lot of... Um, female cyclists in, that we coach and that we're working with. So we often talk about how, and, and the coaches are really good to encourage that we look at where we're strongest across the month. Do you notice that there's a time when you're stronger or do you just feel that your body is strong yeah, all the time? Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. I would, um, I definitely can tell about um, one week before my cycle, I have a much harder time mentally and physically um, pushing through. So I, I would say just, you know, the two weeks after is when I feel strongest. Thank you for sharing that because a lot of the ladies feel they, sh you know, they're fighting themselves in those moments instead of going with. And I think it's really helpful for everyone to know that we're, we're all just human. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, you know, nobody's harder on me than me. Um, and it's a learning process, but as I've gotten older also, um, you know, the, the effects are real. So you have to learn how to, um, incorporate, incorporate that into your training. Um, it's unfortunate when a race falls during that time, yeah. I think there's not really much that you can do about that, except just do your best. Yeah, true. And on the lighter side, again, one piece of helpful advice for female triathletes, a lot of your ambassadorship is promoting women in, in, in sport. Yeah. Um, so if you, one little nugget that experience has taught you that you feel would be helpful to those that are earlier on in the curve learning? Um, I would say, um, you know, set goals that are realistic to you. Um, don't compare yourself to other people. Um, always be supportive of each other. Um, and, and don't, don't be hard on yourself. Um, the triathlon is, is, a, you know, a fun, awesome journey and, um, you're going to have a lot of highs and a lot of lows. So that's all part of it. Um, but just, yeah, be proud of yourself and, and don't be hard on yourself. I would say for Renee, and she won't admit this, uh, and she probably, cause she likes to think of herself as a really tough, hardcore competitor. It's always have fun. She always has a smile on her face. I've, I've rarely ever seen her in a race where she looks like I do when I'm racing. 
Um, <laughs> you know, she's always, you know, if someone passes her, or she passes someone, she's always got that word of encouragement. She always smiles. She's definitely smiles with the crowd. She doesn't throw up punch people who say you're almost done at mile two of the run. Um, <laughs> you know? Wow, I love it. She's, I may want to a little bit, but I don't. I don't. Right, but she smiles. She smiles. Um, but awesome. So that's that's I think the other key with with Renee. When you watch her race, it's just there. It's all happy. She's she's definitely having a good time, even when she's not. Thank you. Thank Ian. you. All right. So now we're going to go to the serious questions and the hard oh, stuff. Dear. Uh, <laughs> because that's what we do on this. This is a hard hitting news news program. <laughs> um, as you yeah. Can tell. Um, so. Talk to us, what exactly is a brand ambassador and how is it different from a sponsored athlete? Because, I mean, I know you're like really close to competing with Reef. And <laughs> but Yeah. <laughs> um, well, a brand ambassador is um, something you are invited to become a member of their team. Um, basically, you, you pay a small fee for the year to be a part of this, but you get um, tons of gear, um, support systems, nutrition, coaching, um, all just a unit of um, people to give you advice. Um, you get discounts on major brands in, in, the, in the industry. Um, it's to me, well, it's different from being sponsored in the sense that um, when you're sponsored, you're a pro, they um, they give you your gear, they support you. Um, I don't, I'm not sponsored, so I don't know the extent of how that works entirely, but um, I'm definitely proud to be a brand ambassador. I met Steph, the owner of Suez and Kona, um, in 2014, I did the Ironman um, Sports Medicine Conference and worked the med tent out in Kona. And I had been in triathlon since about 2008. And I had spent so much money trying to find the right gear um, for me. And nothing seemed to work. And I, in a triathlon magazine, I saw a little ad for SOAS. It's a, a women-specific triathlon gear. Mm -hmm. And I thought, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna try this out. So I, I bought a kit, and instantly fell in love with the kit. Um, so over the next couple of years, it was all I wore. So when I met Steph, you know, I was so excited to see all the colors and all the gear. And she asked me a bunch of questions about SOAS and what I liked about it, what I didn't like about it. And she said, "Do you want to go try a kit on?" And I said, um, "No, no, I know exactly what my size is." Um, she then asked, would you ever be interested in being a part of Team Soaz? And I, I was just floored. Um, I, of course I would. So she said, go online, fill out the application, and, you know, we'll get back to you. And um, when I got the email that said I had been accepted to the team, it was, um, it was a game changer for me. Um, I feel truly honored that I believe SOAS now has approximately um, 130 ambassadors around the world. Uh, they are some of the most amazing women I have ever met in my life. Um, a huge support system. I've gotten friends that are now like family to me. Um, 
and it that that started the whole journey for me. Um, I met Matt Miller from Base Performance one year later in 2015 in Kona, and um, then became a part of the Base team. And again, um, Base holds um, camps in Florida. They hold training camps in in Denver and Boulder. Um, it's another team that is just filled with amazing men and women, um, huge support group, um, tons of information there, and and just very very blessed to be a part of it. Yeah, one of the one of the things I think that's key to to highlight in this is that you have to choose them, and they have to choose you at the same time. I mean, obviously that happens with sponsored athletes too, but. I mean, I also know sponsor athletes who ride bikes that aren't really the bike of their sponsor or the wheels or the pedals of their sponsor, mm. but it's got their sponsor's name on it, uh, you know, it, because they have to, but the bike doesn't actually work for them or the pedals or the shoes or the clothes or whatnot don't actually work for them. So they, or they get have to get a specially made version of that because the standard stuff doesn't work for them, but they get paid by performance um, or get gear uh, by performance. So the difference is it, in Renee's case, and not, it's not always, but most of the people I know who are brand ambassadors, they really believe in the product. They really believe in it. And, and I know Soaz has done a lot for, for, uh, for women triathletes, female triathletes, because uh, uh, even though some might say that Jason and I are shaped more like women than men yeah. uh, based on our giant sizes, um, <laughs> you know, our, the, the cut of kits for us just don't fit women the same way. And I was looking at Soaz's uh, stuff, and one of the things – that Steph has said is that, you know, most of the women's kits are, are just smaller versions of guy kits mm -hmm. and pink, um, pink it and shrink it, <laughs> what she says. Um, and, and I do laugh at that because it is, it is true. I mean, if you look at bib shorts, um, and a number, bib shorts, a number of other things, it, they're not necessarily built for women. Yeah. <laughs> if you look yeah. at how they're built, um, they're just smaller. So, um, and that just doesn't work real well. You guys need it. You need something designed for you. It's like, it's the same as bike geometry. Yeah, and and that's what I know. So is done. So I know Renee. Renee, Renee's a big proponent of this, um, just to push women in sport. And I think you have a personal interest in this too, with with women being accepted in sports too, don't you? Well, I I mean I I think it's important, you know. And I have two young yeah. girls too. <laughs> Um, it's important to me that they find something that they're passionate about. Um, it doesn't have to be what, what I enjoy, but, um, my, my one daughter loves to run. Um, my other daughter she's loves fast. to swim. Um, she's fast. She just she's gonna actually, be I have to, just kudos to her. Cause I'm so proud of her. She just won, um, the first middle school cross country meet in wow. Key West. So, um, I, I just, one yes. more year and she beats Brad. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. She's already surpassed me. Um, it's important, you know, that, that girls have a role in this. Very, very important. So, so Renee, real quick, so I've got three daughters, so I identify a, a lot with you, and, and two of them are involved in sport. But how did you get involved in triathlon? I mean, what was it that brought you to the sport? Um, I got involved in triathlon i've i've always been a runner um and i started getting older and um kind of continuously injuring myself and um Renee they turns 27 this year. 
I turned what? 27, 27 this year. 27, yeah. again, yes. yes. <laughs> um, they hosted the first Key West try down here, and I just, it piqued my interest. So okay. um, I signed up for the sprint, and I'll never, you know, forget I, my little city bike that wow. all I heard was on your left, on your left. Um, but after that, I just absolutely fell in love with it. Um, and obviously it got a lot more expensive after that. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so the arrow bars on the city bike. Yeah, that was 808s on a city bike. Yeah, I can see that. 808s on a disc with arrow. With I, have, I have put Renee's bike together. Let me tell you, it ain't a city bike. <laughs> <laughs> it's my baby. My third baby. Yeah, yeah we, all, we all know how that goes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. So um, I guess some questions with the with the brands that you're associated with, obviously you have a, a great connection with them. Um, I was looking through the SOAS group and kind of a real kind of personalized look as far as genders are concerned. Um, what do you feel that they do differently? Obviously, you know, we, we, we hear that, you know, women are not small men. Stacey Sims is a big, you know, proponent of that. Um, with them, could you maybe tell our audience a little bit about what SOAS does as a brand for you um, and for women in general um, as far as a product? Well, I think the, the number one thing would be the, um, the heart and soul that's put into it. Um, Steph is just absolutely amazing and just pours everything into her brand. Um, they're based out of San Diego. Um, everything is made right there. It's a small company that's grown um, tremendously over the last few years. Steph just, she wants to make sure that everything is is perfect and, and right and she'll do anything to make that happen for every single one of the ambassadors on the team and and in her product. Um, she just, she believes so much in what she puts out there. And um, it's easy for me to, to just gush about it because she's so amazing and her product's so amazing. I mean, I have kits that I bought years and years and years ago that are still getting me through races and, and mm -hmm. are in perfect condition. So it's, it's, it's a brand that's easy to support because it's absolutely amazing. All that tells me, Renee, is you're not spending enough time in your kids training. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have to rotate through them and I have like 200. So, wow. <laughs> so that's 40 days of training. I got it. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Now. The colors do look amazing. And that's, that's one thing you never, you never see like, I'm very small, but not Castelli small. I still, they make me feel hey. huge because they gotta go up hey. in size. Um, but <laughs> like, you're almost afraid to try other kit once you have one that, that kind yeah. of does it. But at the same time, there's no inspiration coming from the colors. I, I know it shouldn't matter, but I think it does. Color affects our mood, you know, and the SOA stuff, I was looking at it before we came on. I wouldn't be as familiar with it here in, in Europe. And I was like, wow, these are these are super fun. Um, and I think that must lift you when like not only, I mean, even the crowd that's cheering you on, when you run past in a colorful kit that's a bit different, I think it raises everybody's spirits um, as well as your own. I, I agree. I definitely, um, I pick my kits by my mood. Very nice. Um, and, she has some beautiful kids. 
Yeah, I'm going to have to look at, at these because they look super fun. <laughs> I don't think you'll be disappointed. Nice. Nice. So um, let, let's let's go back to a little bit more serious topic because um, there are 24 hours in a day. You have 28 hours a day of work to do every day <laughs> um, between, you know, work, kids, your husband take care of himself, um, your training, um, you know, everything else you got going on. You're, you're a big member of the QS uh, Tri Club, big supporter of that, among other things you, you do in the community. How do you balance it all out and, and how do you work those competing demands that, mm -hmm. that exist? Well, I know your girls aren't active and they have no activities whatsoever. <laughs> they like, no. go to school, come home, and they sit in their rooms. <laughs> well, let's see. Today, this morning, I missed my workout. My daughter woke up sick and I'm already late for work. So how am I doing? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I don't, I don't really have a secret to it. Some days I'm a rock and some days I fail miserably. Um, my day starts at 4.30 in the morning. I get up and do my first workout, come home, shower, get the kids ready for school, get off to work. Um, after work, it's kind of the shuffle with the kids, um, trying to get my second workout in, dinner homework, and bed. And Monday through Friday, it's pretty much um, just repeat. Um, Saturdays are my long workout days. Um, and then Sunday is my rest day. I always make sure that I have that full day off with with my family. So um, it's it, I don't know that I ever get um, a good balance of it all, but I just do my best. And um, with age has come, um, I'm not as hard on myself as I used to be. So um, I think that plays a, a big role in it. If I missed a workout a couple of years ago, um, I, I just, it, I would freak out. It would drive me crazy. And now I just, I'm like, okay, just on to the next. So that's really good. Um, that's a big difference for me. So, so do you think that um, Key West sunsets on the beach with wine um, play a big part in your ability to cope? A hundred and fifty percent. <laughs> have to put my toes in the sand for sure. We can see why uh, why Ian gets so uh, angry when he's in indoors and uh, behind snow every day uh, at work and stuff. Gets a very well. We miss them at our sunsets. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if you look at the science, water makes you feel better. Wine is full of resveratrol, and sunshine is full of vitamin D. So there you go. There you, go. you can argue it. You, fi you figured out if you figured out the equation for happiness. No, I think. I I think definitely, um, you know, being being a very a very busy person, uh, um, you know, with your family and then trying and trying to mix that in with being an athlete and trying to balance that. A lot of times, uh, uh, you can be very hard on yourself. And I think it's it's easy to hear someone like, oh yeah, like they can do it. I don't. And then, but then at at the same time, turn around and be really hard on yourself for let's say missing a, missing a workout or not hitting your goals or or not hitting a you know target or something like that but it's really genuine to hear and so um with with that to be able to take that with us so that, that i think just is a really good message mm. yeah so we have one last question for you renee um and this is the one that being that we have we all have those hard bad crappy days when when you wake up and you're like uh i just don't want to do it today i just i can't it's a horrible day. What gets you off the couch or out of bed and on, into your training? What's that one thing that motivates you? 
the one thing that motivates me would um it's it probably goes right back to the conversation that we just had um when i do miss it um i don't have a space to plug it back in in my week so um i guess i'm my motivator in the sense that i have in order to stop myself from being hard on myself just yeah. get up and do it. um as soon as you put your feet on the floor it's a game changer you know you're, you're up it's time to time to get rocking and rolling it's 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 turning off that alarm and actually just getting up but um there are days where i just feel physically spent and i also have learned through injury um that sometimes i i do need that extra couple of hours of sleep because if one thing's lacking for me and in, in my world it's definitely um, the amount of sleep that I get. So if I'm feeling really, really rough, um, occasionally I, I will take that time. I think that's really intuitive. A lot of people just kind of push through and that, you know, stay with the training peak calendar, you know, you know, follow, follow, the, follow the schedule, follow the schedule, um, listening to your body. It sounds like you've got really in touch with that. Um, you know, people can go from, you know, just being very hodgepodge about their training and racing and just trying to get as much in as they can and then they may switch over to let's say a coaching program um, like ours and kind of just be very rigorous but finding themselves in the program or themselves in the training i feel is really important um, to kind of blend all of that together um, sounds like that um, you've done a great job of that as well you gotta you gotta enjoy it too you know um it's it's so much mental as you guys know as it is physical and um when you start to mentally feel so bogged down with things mm -hmm. um you have to reassess a little bit because this this is it's fun i'm, it's I'm not fun. a pro <laughs> athlete i i do this because i love it um it keeps me healthy um and when it when it starts to not be fun anymore. I have to sit back and say, okay, well, what do I need to adjust here? That's great. Right. Great. Yeah. yeah. Um, and um, do we have um, anything as far as like what's on the schedule coming up for her next? Uh, um, no, I, okay. I well, so I, I know Renee's been back and forth between doing aqua bike and triathlon and back and forth, um, somewhat due to injury, somewhat due to time. Um, and I know she had qualified for Ponte Vedra this year. But it didn't go because she had other competing demands. What are you? Are you going to do Miami Man again this year, in November? Um, I I sure am. I, I'm hoping to. Um, so um, that was a big disappointment for me, uh, not doing Spain this year. But again, that's how life rolls. Um, I lost my stepdad this year, and. It's been a really challenging year, and I'm trying to find my my focus again. Um, I did suffer from a very bad back injury in 2017. Uh, it took me about eight months to recover through physical therapy. Um, that's when I started uh, swimming and biking, and somebody recommended that I compete in the Aqua Bike um, National Championships. I'd never even considered it, and um, I signed up and I did it, and that's when I qualified for Denmark in the aqua bike. Um, I have since been working on my run. Um, it's really my 
therapy, my, my favorite. So um, I'm trying to be smart about it and getting it back. But my goal absolutely is to get back to um, triathlon. And so I did sign up for um, Atlantic City 70.3 in September. And I um, also got into the New York City Marathon in November. So this is it. It's time to get it back. So um, those are those are my my big ones for this year. I'm going to try and be smart about coming back into it. And um, I believe nationals is one week after New York City Marathon. Wow. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, I've, I've gone back and forth with that one. And um, I think looking at it realistically, I would um, have to sign up for the aqua bike and that yeah. and see. I, I don't think I could do the the seventy point three there a week after New York. So, um, I I think I will sign up for the aqua bike for fun and 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 go to it again and maybe we can take a trip next year. Well, are you gonna be there yet? Twenty twenty Miami man um, is a qualifier for IT Long Course Worlds in Australia. That's we should do it. That's what I'm targeting based on wherever I get sent after, you know, for tw- after 2019. Okay. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, I won't be at Miami Man this year. It's a it's a long trip from from Africa. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll leave that at that. <laughs> he's he's a bit sore about that. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. That's all right. That's all right. Well, yeah. Renee, thank you very much for coming yeah, on. We're thank so you so glad much. You- we had you today. Uh, you know, like I like I told everybody, she's always a, a, a ray of sunshine for those of us in Key, from Key West. And if you oh, see her on a race course, you. she'll always be smiling. She'll always be having a good time, um, even if she's crushing your soul, um, <laughs> or if, or vice versa. She'll always have a good word for you. So, you know, look for the SOAS and base kits out there. Absolutely, absolutely, and look for um, base nutrition yeah. on all of the Ironman courses. That's oh, another. Wow. Yeah, it's it's unique. It has the it's the first company to have three unique products on on the Ironman course. So proud of them for that for sure. Absolutely, one thing doesn't solve all the issues. All right, maybe you can give a couple links um, to your sponsors and maybe where athletes or our athletes could find um, you online. Oh sure. Um, Soasracing.com mm-hmm. is. SOAS website. They're also on Instagram and Facebook under SOAS Racing and um, BasePerformance.com and Base Performance on so on Inst- I'm sorry, Instagram and, and Facebook. So um, they keep it pretty easy to find them for sure. Um, I'm rmacama05 on Instagram and Renee Guy at Macama on Facebook. There you go. <laughs> sounds good. It sounds very, very official. Very official. If you have any other questions, any follow-up questions for Renee, um, definitely post in the comments. We'll see if we can get them toward, um, pointed her way and maybe get those questions answered. Um, from the coaches, was there anything else before we um, do our sign out here? Yeah, I just wanted to say thank you. And, and also for the raw parts and when you talk about challenges that have made you stronger and kinder at the same time, because I think... We all think that when we hit an obstacle, we should be harder and tougher and even more judgmental. But actually, it seems to come across that the skills that we learn there when we're face down with it all actually make us wholer and stronger in the long run. And that that 
really shines through your message. So thank you. Thank you. Thank she, you. She's normally mean. She's normally What's mean. She's, she's normally mean. She's putting on a show to be nice here. <laughs> I don't believe him. I hope you know that. <laughs> we only believe him part of the time anyway. <laughs> I never know what to get with Ian. So today I'm mean, but another day I'm a tree hugger. So it's, <laughs> it's <laughs> She's a mean tree hugger, Andrea. That's what you are. <laughs> yep, I squeeze them down. <laughs> excellent, excellent. All right. Well, you guys, I wanna... thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. My pleasure. Absolutely. Thank you. You've definitely been an inspiration. Absolutely. All right. I want to thank everybody for joining us here in the Coach's Corner today. And if you like what you hear and would love to, we would love it if you share with your friends. And if you have a question you would like to be interested in hearing us talk about more, send it over to coaches at endurancelab.fit. Don't forget, you could also follow us at Endurance Lab on Facebook or on Instagram at The Endurance Lab and online at www.endurancelab.fit. We'll see everybody next episode. Have a great day. Bye.